Welcome back to Summer Breakfast. Oh, ye of little faith. I told you the Premier of Tassie, Jeremy Rockcliffe, was an absolute certainty to be on on time, and he is. Uh, Premier, thanks so much for your time this morning. My pleasure, Julian, and good morning to your listeners, and good morning, Simon. Jeremy, I had little faith in you. I thought, oh, you were no, gonna, I you... I, I thought we were going to get the, the busy signal. I, I'm proud to be talking to you. I didn't think it was going to happen. Well, I'm proud to be talking to you, um, Simon O'Donnell, legend. I watched you many times in the mid-'80s, and uh, it's a privilege for me to be speaking to you from sunny Tasmania. We are meant to hook up um, towards the end of last year, but we just couldn't um, work it out. So pleased to be here and with your listeners today. We're very pleased to have you. Jeremy, um, you're going to make a, a hell of an imprint as a, a, a politician down there introducing a, an AFL team to... To, to Tassie, how close is it, Jeremy? Um, it's, every day is closer, Simon, and I wish I could give you a definitive date. And it has uh, been some time. We're sort of working through this um, last year, and indeed I'm expecting, you know, within, uh, within a couple of months, um, end of February, um, we want an answer, we want to get on with it. Uh, we've been wanting our own team down here, our own Tassie team, our own colours. Uh, that great jumper, green jumper with the yellow uh, Tasmania in the middle of that, um, singing our own song for decades, uh, probably four decades ago, 40 years ago, was first raised, our own Tassie team to be part of the truly in that, the national competition. And um, we recognise, certainly in Tasmania, and I'm sure many people do around Australia, um, the AFL is a national competition, but be, to be truly national, uh, we need to have Tasmania part of it. And uh, you're a scholar of all sports, um, both yourself and Julian, and you would realise we've had many legends over many decades um, from Tasmania participating in the VFL and AFL. So our own team is not only deserved, but, but we're going to make sure that when we get it, um, it's going to it's going to work, it's going to be sustainable, and it's going to be very, very competitive. Jeremy, how confident are you that you'll get an answer by February? We heard Anthony Albanese a couple of days ago. The budget's delivered in May. Uh, they're seeking $240 million funding from the federal government. So is there a chance you're going to have to wait beyond February to get the answer about that federal funding, which is, is so important to the project happening? Well, it's important to the project for uh, the stadium precinct and um, I'm sure both of you have been to Hobart. We've got a an opportunity for development down here. It's called Macquarie Point. Yep. It's really a concrete wasteland at the moment. We want to turn it into something special. Uh, and the stadium is really the strategy to do that. And the whole precinct, you know, leading into Salamanca Place and all sorts of things that could be iconic. Uh, a boutique, Monoresque uh, stadium here for AFL footy, yes, other sports. Uh, but also, of course, um, for all the concerts and uh, entertainment that we currently miss out on here in Tasmania. And so it is really a very key urban renewal project, uh, more than the stadium, and that vision needs to be broad. And the federal government, yes, we expect uh, some assistance. They've done it around the country, of course. Uh, May is the May budget, but a signal before that time uh, is certainly what we're pushing for. And look, we just want to get on with it. Um, I sense that some frustration, um, you know, we've uh, put a lot on the table here. We're putting $375 million into the stadium precinct as a state government. We're, over the course of uh, 
you know, 12 years, $12 million a year into the AFL team, the high performance centre, which is needed. So we're really having a crack. Um, and this is our one and only chance. We're matching it on the national scale when it comes to our basketball team. Um, the Jack Jumpers is an example of that. A very successful team. It's engaged young kids. Our participation in basketball um, around the state's increased by some 10% for our young people. And so really it's the crossroads for the AFL. I love AFL footy. I've been a president of a local football club, Latrobe, in uh, northwest Tasmania, a famous club Daryl Hordock played at and coached at. And um, we need to bring it home for AFL, the, the code. Um, you know, the, the crossroads, really, Julian and Simon. We don't get this at the 19th team. I worry about the future of the game in Tasmania. And when you consider the legends that we've had from Tassie, I've mentioned one of them, um, you know, making the national competition truly great, VFL, AFL, AFLW. Uh, now, of course, um, it's time. The, the history is something I, I think people overlook at times. Um, and you have had a, a very proud history in association with, uh, with AFL, VFL footy, Jeremy. Yeah, look, we have. Uh, when you consider our heritage, when you consider the players that are playing now, um, Zach Rewald, of course, um, up my neck of the woods, um, again, Brendan Gale, uh, Matthew Richardson. Um, when you look over, not just decades, but, you know, over the course of the last century, we've had players that we can truly be proud of, um, iconic uh, personalities uh, that have uh, delivered in spades for the game. And so what I'm really keen to do is revisit uh, reinvigorate grassroots footy. I have been involved with the footy club, as I've said. I understand what it means um, for local communities to have a vibrant football club. You know, having young people on the field, uh, training two or three times a week or more, uh, the game day on Saturday, the volunteers, uh, the wraparound support that young people get uh, from their committee, uh, their footy club, their volunteers when things don't go quite their way in life. Um, these are the social benefits of football, apart from the game itself, which um, I'm very passionate about. Speaking uh, ta- Sorry, Jeremy. Speaking to Tasmanian Premier Jeremy Rockcliffe, uh, we saw the story come out yesterday about the Glenorchy Footy Club struggling to field a senior team this year. So what getting an AFL team, what does that do for footy in general across your state, right from juniors right up to the to the statewide competition? Well, that's a very good question, and that's part of the equation that um, I'm wanting to talk about um, when it comes to what the AFL are putting in. And people focus on our investment, and I've mentioned that, but the AFL also will invest uh, large sums, of course, uh, into grassroots reinvigorated football uh, that will flow in. What it means also uh, for grassroots footy, Julian, is the fact that there's that aspiration uh, and that pathway uh, and reducing a barrier for our young kids, whether it be in, you know, Signet, uh, you know, Smithton in the northwest Tasmania, of course, or indeed Glenorchy. People can actually see and aspire to the people they see as young kids uh, around their club uh, playing for their own state. Uh, and that being accessible for them. Um, You know, the barriers for some of our young people uh, going, you know, interstate um, to have to further their career is a barrier. Um, It could be a financial barrier. uh, It could be a a cultural barrier. Uh, And so that aspiration uh, and that pathway, which will be very clear 
as a result of investment in grassroots football, but also culturally as well will be so important in reinvigorating uh, the grassroots game. The stadium, Jeremy, has been the sticking point, and the AFL's made that clear. Was that a bit of a late curveball, or were you always aware throughout the process that uh, the licence was conditional on a new stadium at Macquarie Point? Well, our first uh, bid, of course, was around uh, the yearly contribution um, we'd put in as a state government. I mentioned $12 million over 12 years, the high-performance centre, uh, significant sums as well. Uh, when we looked at the analysis and the business case, uh, it did point to the need for a roofed stadium or a stadium of high quality uh, that would be needed down the track to sustain a team. And so we've looked hard at this. Um, and yes, the AFL. Uh, are saying, yep, we require you know the stadium. So you know we want to get this right. Um, we don't want to be sitting uh, back in you know ten years time and we've got challenges we've got in other parts of Australia. I don't want to mention uh, teams, but uh, we want to make sure when we enter this competition um, that it's sustainable um, and we can continually fund the team and we draw the crowds and we have you know infrastructure to attract uh, players and retain our players as well. Uh, and so what we're also seeing in the stadium is it's just bigger than AFL. So I'll step back and look at the bigger picture and say, yep, um, I can understand the AFL's desire for that. But if I step back and look at, you know, the bigger picture and what this can do for economically for uh, southern Tasmania and indeed all of Tasmania, uh, then the stadium for me is a no-brainer. Um, it's a worthy investment because uh, it's the first part of, creating what will be uh, a magical area on the waterfront um, in Hobart. And I'm sure you've both been here and it's magic anyway, but we have the opportunity to turn effectively a wasteland into something quite special. And so that's why we're keen on the investment. It's controversial, um, as you would well read, uh, but they all are. Uh, Adelaide Oval upgrade, controversial. Uh, Perth, uh, Townsville, they're going through their own stadium issues um, in the ACT at the moment. Um, they're hard sells um, when people choose to, would like that money spent elsewhere. Uh, but you've know, got to invest uh, to grow the economy and create opportunity, and that's when you can invest in those essential services when you have uh, a growing economy. And that's uh, my view, and that's why I believe they're filming this project. And the AFL team itself, while we'll put in... Our contribution of $12 million, the analysis says the economic benefits of this uh, will be more than $120 million a year. Uh, and so, you know, that's the economic focus, I know, um, but we've spoken about the cultural and the personal aspects as well, which, in my view, are just important in terms of connected communities. Oh, Jeremy, <clears throat> excuse me, good luck. I think we're all hoping it happens. It would be fantastic for the competition and fantastic uh, for your state, which has a rich, rich history uh, in the game. Thanks so much to- for your time this morning, and uh, let's hope you get that answer uh, in the next month or so. I look forward to talking to you when we do, and I appreciate your time, Julian and Simon and all your listeners. Thanks very much. Good on you,